You are now listening to The Sexy Escort Guide, discussing everything fascinating about the world of paid companionship. And now, here is your sexy host, Exotic Vivian. Hey guys, this is episode 110 of the Sexy Escort Guide podcast. I am your host, Vivian, and today we're going to be discussing a juicy news story that happened this past week in Boston, and it has whole Twitter in a whirlwind. And as a special treat today, I have a guest co-host. I am joined by a fellow podcaster, Miss Ellis Hendricks. Ellis is a traveling companion and content creator based in Texas, but you can also connect with her in LA, Chicago, and DC or you can fly her to wherever you are in the world. Make sure you keep listening after the news story discussion to learn a little bit about Miss Ellis in a sexy Q&A. Hello, Ellis. Welcome to the show. Hi, Vivian. How are you? I am good. Uh, This story has been burning (laughs) in my mind, so we just have to talk about it because I am just annoyed on all levels. So let's just... uh, Let's go ahead and jump right in. What's in the news? But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by our diamond sponsor, Companion Tax and Accounting Services. You've heard us interview the owner, Mary Lee, on episodes 7, 36, and 58. Companion Tax really knows their stuff, and I, Vivian, can personally vouch for them. They are the professionals you need to hire to handle all of your tax accounting and business needs. Companion Tax was created specifically with us companions in mind. It doesn't get any more niche than that. They have been in business since 2011 and have become a leading resource for the community. Although based in South Florida, they are licensed in all states. You can visit them at companiontax.com and fill out the new client information form to get started and take charge of your financial future. This is from the United States Attorney's Office, District of Massachusetts, press release November 8, 2023. And the title of this press release is Three Arrested for Operating High-End Brothel Network. Three individuals have been arrested in connection with operating sophisticated high-end brothels in Greater Boston and Eastern Virginia. Commercial sex buyers allegedly included elected officials, high-tech and pharmaceutical executives, doctors, military officers, government contractors that possess security clearances, professors, attorneys, scientists, and accountants, among others. Wow, okay. But they didn't arrest any of them. Anyways, uh, three men, <laughs> three men who are the defendants, ages 30, 41, and 68, they were the ones that ran the brothels. They were arrested and they have been charged with conspiracy to coerce and enticed to travel to engage in illegal sexual activity. None of the clients, like I said, or escorts were arrested or charged. According to the charging documents from at least July 2020, the defendants operated an interstate prostitution network with multiple brothels in Cambridge and Watertown, Massachusetts, as well as in Fairfax and Tysons, Virginia. It is alleged that the defendants collectively established the infrastructure for brothels in multiple states, which they used to persuade and induce and entice women, primarily Asian women, to travel to Massachusetts and Virginia to engage in prostitution. Specifically, the defendants allegedly rented high-end apartment complexes as brothel locations, which they furnished and regularly maintained. The monthly rent for the brothel locations were as high as $36.64. 
It is further alleged that the defendants coordinated the women's airline travel and transportation and permitted the women to stay overnight in the brothel locations so they didn't have to find lodging elsewhere, therefore enticing the women to participate in their prostitution network. The defendants allegedly advertised their prostitution networks primarily on two websites, bostontop10.com, which has been seized because I looked it up, and browneyesgirlsva.blog. That's still live somehow. Mm. Um, (laughs) They offered appointments with women in greater Boston or Eastern Virginia, respectively. Both websites purported to advertise nude Asian models for professional photography at upscale studios as a front for prostitution offered through appointments with women listed on their websites. The websites listed the height, weight, and bust size of the women available for appointments and depicted nude and or semi-nude photographs of each. The women listed as available on the website updated frequently with updates to include coming soon or open to reflect an impending arrival of new women arriving in the area. Each website allegedly described a verification process that interested sex buyers undertook to be eligible for appointment bookings, including requiring clients to complete a form, providing their full names, email address, phone number, employer, and reference if they had one. It is further alleged that the defendants maintained local brothel phone numbers, which they used to communicate with verified customers and schedule appointments via text message. In these text messages, exchanges, the defendants allegedly sent customers a menu of available options at the brothel, including the women and sexual services available and the hourly rate. Additionally, the defendants allegedly texted the customers directions to the brothel's location, a high-end apartment where they engaged in commercial sex with the women. According to the charging documents, the defendants charged sex buyers a premium price for appointment with the women advertising their websites, which ranged from approximately $350 to upwards of $600 per hour. I mean, I guess everybody has their definition of premium. Depending on the services and were paid in cash, the defendants allegedly concealed the proceeds of the prostitution network through depositing hundreds of thousands of dollars of cash proceeds into their personal bank accounts and peer-to-peer transfers. Additionally, it is alleged that the defendants regularly used hundreds of thousands of dollars of the cash proceeds from the prostitution business to purchase money orders and values under an amount that would trigger reporting and identification requirements to conceal the source of the funds. These money orders were then used to pay for rent and utilities at brothel locations in Massachusetts and Virginia. Over the course of the investigation, a wide array of buyers were identified, including, but not limited to, politicians, high-tech and pharmaceutical executives, doctors, military officials, government contractors that possess security clearances, professors, lawyers, scientists, and accountants. The investigation into the involvement of sex buyers is active and ongoing. They left an email address for members of the public who have questions and concerns or information regarding this case to contact. So I guess if anybody has more information, they left their email address for you to contact them. The charge of conspiracy to coerce and entice to travel to engage in illegal sexual activities provides for a sentence of up to five years in prison, three years of supervised release, and a fine of up to $250,000. Sentences are imposed by a federal district judge based upon the U.S. sentencing guidelines and statutes which govern the determination of a sentence in a criminal case. So basically, this is bullshit. Five years is the maximum they would get, plus $250,000. That should let you know how serious this is. Anyways, <laughs> the details contained in the charging documents are allegations. The defendants are presumed innocent unless and until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law. 
And then ABC News also did a, a, a story where they spoke to the residents of the building who were so shocked and said the girls looked normal, quote unquote. And one guy was like super disgusted, which I don't know what his problem was. And then P411 was also named as a website that the agency used for screening. Great. And I've always required real world information from any person that contacts me from there. Gone are the days where you could just do the okay from the girls. And even then I still didn't do that. Like I still had to know the girls. And I've actually had a few guys contact me from there thinking I would just like go with their okays, not needing anything else, not even their names. And I was like, yeah, no. But uh, what do you think, Ellis? Oh, oh, and before you even say anything, they actually released text messages of the brothel owners communicating with the client. The menu. And they had a menu on there. I was actually talking to a a friend of mine who is now an ex-ho. But she she actually sent me this story, by the way. (laughs) She's no longer a ho. I mean, she's married well now. She's doing well for herself. But she keeps sending me stuff about the business. And on there... They had GFE services, 30 minutes for 240, 60 minutes for 340, up to two shots, 90 minutes for 540, and 120 minutes for 640. And then they had BB services. And we were arguing what that meant. I was like, I think it's bareback. And she was like, there is no way. It is. It says without CD. And we know CD is common. Okay, that's what I thought. But she's... she's it's in the affidavit. She refuses to believe that they would charge so low for such a risk. Because... No, that's... That's right. I'm going to read you the rates for bareback. 30 minutes, $390. 60 minutes, one pop, $450. 60 minutes, two pops, $540. 90 minutes is $740. And 120 minutes is $840. She refused. She re- her mind refuses to allow her to believe that BB means bareback. I'm like, I think it does. I'm pretty sure that's what it means. I'm pretty sure too. I mean, I don't, I don't like hang out with the acronym bros, but I feel like I'm well informed to know that BB means bareback. And it says without CD. Like what else does CD without mean? Without CD. So it says BB equals without CD. So yeah. And then it also says, like, if you want to upgrade or something, you have to pay first. You have to, if you want to upgrade it from GFE to BB. So I'm probably 99.9% sure that's bareback. Yeah, I think so too. But what are your thoughts? <laughs> oh, there's so many thoughts here. Um, with the agencies... They're going to get you if you operate with high volume. I mean, it's happening all over the country. I mean, we even had that happen in Texas where somebody was using like an Airbnb to run wow. like a brothel or a massage thing. Like people they saw They couldn't just get a regular rental? Like, why would you? <laughs> no, people saw like the cars going in and out. And for a while, they like wanted to ban Airbnb in residential areas. I don't know if that's still on the table or not, Mm -hmm. but I just have so many. I just can't believe people would. Well, actually, I can't believe it it. because most men want to do the least amount of work and still get the same outcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they want to get the most and they want to cut corners. But in this world, in this lifestyle, this is not where you want to cut corners because basically your ass is on the line. 
you're going to cut a corner and you're going to end up in the news. You're yep. going to end up arrested. You're going to end up in jail and everybody's going to know what it is that you're doing. And that's the ironic part of it. When people don't want to be known for doing things and then they ended up exactly. getting arrested. Exactly. For this, you know, for just just because they wanted to cut corners. I mean, I'm sure you've heard the saying being cheap is very expensive. That's it. <laughs> so look, look now. Now you got to pay for lawyers. I mean, Never mind the fact that, I mean, although nobody has been arrested yet, so we'll see how mm -hmm. this goes, but other people have been arrested in the past. I mean, never mind the fact that they literally blast your image all over the internet, on the newspapers, on the websites for everybody to see. Now you have to pay an attorney to fight this. And obviously you're going to lose a lot with your family, friends. Is it worth it? It's not worth it. I try to tell people. But some of the guys are trying to like argue that, Oh, see, this is why I don't give my real information. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. The people that don't want to screen are going to continue to not want to screen. But the people who know what screening is and what it's for and how to give their information to the correct people are going to remain in the safe zone. Exactly. What kills me is every time some Joe Blow tries to push me on screening, a very prominent person turns around and gives me everything I need. So I, I don't, <laughs> I don't really like, Always. like every time because they they swear up and fails. down that no one's going to do it. Yeah. And then there's always somebody who will, you know, Always. yet I have people in my email giving me exactly what I need. People who are actually way more important than these people think they are, you know, and it's Absolutely. just, uh, and then P411, what are your thoughts? Like, I feel like ever since they got sold, since Fossa Sesta, they went down the drain and they've just been kind of there. Like, it's like a skeleton of a, of a website, a shell of a website. Yeah. And don't they say, well, I'm not on there anymore, but don't they say um, they're going to upgrade it or they've been saying they're going to upgrade it, but it looks like something that came straight out of the 80s. Yeah. It's still the same freaking <laughs> website. It's still the same 90s, 80s website and nothing has changed. They have us running around to find newspapers and whatnot. Oh, God. Uh, no, I'm good. I mean, I basically <laughs> just left my profile on since from before. I haven't, even, oh, I haven't even updated it. I haven't done anything. Like, it's just it's the same photos. It's, but ever now that this has happened, <laughs> I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. well. I mean, I, I already knew they weren't it anyway because they, like I said, they went down the drain since Fossa Sesta. And I just feel like all the people that have contacted me on there since have just been people thinking I'm just going to go by their OKs. Which, for those of you who don't know, on P411, um, when you see a girl and it's confirmed, she'll give you an OK to say that you're good to go. That was like a, a referral process, so to speak. Yeah. And they think because they have all these OKs that you don't want to know what their name is and who they are. Like, you're just going to go by their username <laughs> and meet them and somewhere. Like No way. No. And people have been known to share logins and accounts yep. and things like that. Mm -hmm. So absolutely not. Plus, absolutely. back in the day before FOSTA says that, some guy got busted and then gave them his P4 on one and they used it to arrest girls. Was was that in Denver? Because I remember looking. That I'm up. not sure what the city was, but yeah, some guy gave his exactly yeah some about. guy gave his inform information to the police, and they basically used it to bust girls because the girls basically just accepted the OKs. I remember a guy booked me on there. This was when I was touring in Boston, 
And, mm-hmm. you know, I was already going there anyway, so it didn't matter. But the day up, I'm like, what I normally do, because it was an alcohol, I will call the hotel and ask for the person's name to confirm that they're actually there, with, you know, in the room. And they said they couldn't find anybody about that name. And I, I messaged him, and I'm like, <sighs> um... I tried calling your room and they said, he was like, oh, I, I use an alias. I, I always use an alias. Um, I you usually can't use an alias in a <laughs> hotel. <But> no, no. <sighs> like he gave me an alias. And this was my, this Uh-oh. was my beginner days, my, my, uh, my baby hoe days. And even then I still was like, yeah, I don't feel comfortable seeing you anymore. Cause you lied. Yeah. He, he yeah. was like, oh, but I can give you my name now. I'm like, why didn't you give it to me before? Like, exactly. But yeah, I just think it's interesting, though, that nobody got arrested as far as the clients. I think that's interesting, too. But I think it's probably a list of very um, high powered individuals. And that is why. Mm -hmm. But what about the escorts? I guess they're just going to put it under trafficking. See, I haven't heard anybody say anything about trafficking, but that's what it sounds like. But that's what I'm saying. Like, even on this um, thing that I just read, I did not really see any mention of trafficking. I mean, they try to allude to it. But basically, they're like, oh, they coerce them. But they basically use prostitution as the main thing. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't really say anything about trafficking. Like, looking through this again. And usually, they're so quick to say it's Oh, yeah. That's always the the headline is always, oh, men busted in trafficking. Yeah, I know. I feel like these were some really powerful people in the United States or maybe elsewhere. But they have strong connections. And they made it so that they didn't get arrested. Plus, they couldn't arrest the girls either because if they arrested the girls, the clients would have to go down as well. Like, you can't arrest one without the other. Yes. But they say it's an ongoing <laughs> investigation. We probably won't hear anything else about this. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to monitor this and, and come back to you guys with any more news I hear but update. something tells me this is not we might just anywhere. have like a little Robert Kraft situation exactly and his stuff was Stop dropped no his charges were dropped yeah. he fought it oh. yeah <laughs> he fought so his, his money is long so yeah although now he's embarrassed and but again he's a guy nobody even really batted an eye nobody like, cares you know, okay, a rich dude. They, most people are just more like, why didn't he just have them come to his house? Why would he go to a, a yeah. massage thing? Which is what I said. But as far as... I said the same. Yeah, as far as this whole situation, I <laughs> I think these are some powerful people because there's no way they arrested the, the brothel owners, but not the clients. It seems like that's a popular thing with the agencies like the owners go down but you never really hear anything about the clients yeah i mean here in south florida there was a um, agency called flawless escorts (laughs) and we did a story on them like a few years back and they got busted but they got busted for tax evasion oh that's usually yeah that's usually how yeah that's usually how they bust you because they usually can't get anything that is thick like look at this the most they can give these guys would be five years and i doubt they're gonna get five yeah. And the two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine. They probably have ten times have their amount <laughs> sitting in their <laughs> bank account, and they'll oh easily. Pay. I mean, I'm sure they they already got their attorneys on lock. Like, oh yeah, you know, definitely. If they're smart, and they'll find a way. I'm like, oh, these girls were, you know, um, contractors. You know, like we we didn't hire them. You know, they were. Um, what do they call those? Uh, 
something contractors, you know, when you're not like, a, yeah, yeah, that <laughs> independent contractors, you know, they came to us, you know, and they're just models. We didn't say they were going to do BB. <laughs> oh yeah. I love, did you see like the, the, um, the photo they had set up, I guess. I don't know if it was set up in one of the apartments, but it was like for first time photographers, this and this, and then it said TR P411. Welcome. I'm like, Huh? Oh Lord! <laughs> I did not see that. <laughs> I'll have to see if I can find it. And yeah, it please to you. send me any There's links because, so of course, I'm gonna Twitter. put all these links in the show notes. So whatever links and stuff you have, send them to me, and I'll put them in the show notes. But this is wild. It was insane. No, but I just can't wait to see what the outcome is. I think these guys are probably just going to get slapped to probation and they'll pay like a little fine and move on. Unless they have like, um, what is the word? Like they have pending things going on that, you know, you know, like the three strikes are out thing. Like unless they've done oh, something yeah. like this before and now they're doing it again. I really don't see this going much further because the fact that no girls have come out to say, hey, we were forced. They were probably, because they're Asian, the girls are Asian. There were probably people they knew. Who knows? Yeah, definitely. Like a tight network. Yeah, because it didn't even, I don't think they worked with any person that was not Asian. And if you were trying to be a trafficker, you wouldn't turn away money, I would think. Right? Yeah. Right. Unless it was like a language thing where they wanted to control the, the girls. I don't know. Um, I'm so curious. I just wish we could know more. Me too. But I will um try to keep up with this case. I just think this was just another like sensationalized news thing, especially like with the ABC. Did you see the interview? The ABC okay, interview? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. The man was just like, I'm just so disgusted. I know. I'm like, what about, what about... <laughs> People are on Tinder dates and whatever. Would you be disgusted? Exactly. Probably not. not. If if a girl was bringing randos that she met at the club to her apartment to do whatever, you wouldn't be disgusted. Or maybe he would. Who who knows? Maybe. He he sounded like super disgusted, even though he also said he didn't even know. So clearly they were discreet. Clearly they weren't flaunting anything in anyone's faces. It just seemed normal. (laughs) Like, I mean... That's how we are. Exactly. Everything's normal. The other guy was like, I couldn't even tell. Like, you, I, I had no clue. I'm like, duh. <laughs> you think we, we walk around with, like, harlot written on our foreheads? Like, what do you think? What do you think Flashing this is? We are some of the most discreet people you will ever meet in life. Yes. <laughs> if you want to tell your secrets to someone, tell it to a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so we I'm going to try to keep up with this and bring you more news if there is anything more. Do you have anything else you want to say about this? I'm just going to say to the clients, please do your research. And please just, I don't even know. Do your research. Listen to Vivian's podcast. <laughs> You're going to get everything that you need. It's like everything has been laid out for you. And I second that. Yes, I second that. Do your research. Every time you have these guys bitching and crying on Twitter about how they've been burned, yes. 90, actually 100% of the time is because they were thinking with their dicks and didn't do any research on this girl at all. They didn't check to see if she had oh, an right. online presence, social media. That's why they can't even call them out. Because think about it. If the person was on Twitter, you would at them and put them on blast. Yes. They probably don't even remember the name of the girl. (laughs) 
I know. You're right. They called some girl from some ad. They don't remember where they found her. They don't remember her name. They don't remember shit about shit. Yeah, it was a picture of Ariana Grande. Right? Wasn't somebody doing that? At one point, um, I said this on a previous podcast, this one guy had reached out to me asking me to, you know, verify if this particular ad he was looking at was real. All I did was reverse image search. Mm. And no, when I did that, I saw that the images were from some Asian pop star See? in Korea or Easy. something. Easy. And I told him that. And do you know the guy was still like, so do you think she looks like her? I'm like, it's a fake <gasps> picture. <laughs> oh, going back to thinking with your dick <laughs> oh my god oh. i'm like it's a fake picture we'll never learn until something happens to like them. what the learn. fuck just let them learn from their mistakes Fine. every time you get burned is because you did not do your research i guarantee you that do your research and it's not that hard I've told you many times how to do your research on this website. The same way you would do your research when you're planning a trip. Do your research. Ugh. Anyways. (laughs) Screaming from the room. Right? I digress. Anyways, now on to a little Q&A with Miss Hendricks. Let's uh, make it a little bit more romantic. (laughs) We've screamed at them. Now let's get to know you. So, um, Ellis, please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, I am originally from the Carolinas. I grew up um, dancing, so I'm a classically trained dancer. I wanted a little bit of a change of pace. Well, I won't say a little bit. I wanted to go from the East Coast to the West Coast. So I wanted to move to California, but I decided to stay a little bit close to home. So I did not move completely across country. I ended up in Texas and I've been in Texas for about 10 years, oh, wow. I'm not completely converted to a Cowboys fan. No? I know there's a lot of Cowboys. <laughs> no, I'm not a Cowboys fan, and we won't even talk about my actual team because they're doing horribly right now. Oh, no. Um, but I do <laughs> I do love the Dallas Stars. Dallas is where I live. It's a cool place to live, and it's a really great central location to travel out of because I can get to anywhere in the U.S. in just about under five hours. Like, I've timed it. I've been around. Yeah, Dallas is nice. I actually went there uh, with a client once, and it was nice. We stayed at the Jule or Jule. I don't know how you pronounce that. The Jule. Yeah, that. The Jule. <laughs> I'm like, Jule. <laughs> Me turning everything <laughs> French. But yeah, beautiful hotel. The spa was amazing. Great food. I mean, it's a city city. It it's not city. too much yeehaw. <laughs> I guess you get no, that more in the country. No, it's not too much yeehaw. <laughs> Unless you want to go to Fort Worth, and then that's different. And then you have Austin, and that's like almost California within Texas. Yeah, isn't that like more tech tech cool. city now? Like Austin is like the tech hub for it is. For, yeah. Austin is nice. So, what made you decide to become an escort? I started an office job when I moved, and to become more acclimated to the city, I would go on dates with men every week. You know, and I'm seeing businessmen go in and out every day at work. And I'm like, you know, this is kind of turning me on the businessman. So I'm like, how could I put two and two together? I met a girl out at a bar. She turned out to be a sugar baby. She's like, why don't you go on these dates with these men for money? I'm like, cool, I'll try it. But she's like, actually, I know that you do like to travel. So why don't you try escorting instead? And I'm like, what? I don't know. She was also an escort. She, She was a sugar baby. She tried escorting for a while, but she really just wanted to be with one man. Ah, okay. And for me, I was, 
I was open yeah. to being with more. You were wide open. <laughs> I was adventurous. You were. <laughs> Basically, I was like, hey, I mean, wait. She's like, you should be an escort. And I was like, what? But I want to be a sugar baby. <laughs> I was like, let's try it. Let's let's see how it goes. And it was pretty easy for me, but that's that's how it started. Nice. So what do you think is a misconception about escorts? I think a common misconception about escorts is that we are uh, like a stereotypical, like a pretty woman or like we're walking the blade. People don't think that they know escorts, but escorts are literally everywhere. Especially in that building in Boston. Right? Like you're in the you're in the elevator with a girl and a guy and you're like you know, you're not even thinking anything of it. That's an escort, man. Oh my god. Even in these hotels, everywhere you go, like you probably have spoken with or know an escort, but they haven't told you and you never even thought it's twice none about of your it. Business. It's not anything <laughs> it's none of your business and it's not anything that you thought it was going to be. Exactly. So I think that's a common misconception that people have. I always say that now the civvy people are dressed like hoes and the hoes are the yes. ones dressed classy, especially in Vegas. Yes. Oh my God. Oh yeah. <laughs> As, I mean, Miami is a different game because everybody's hot air and, you know, everybody just wants to be hot yes. or whatever. But you can still tell the difference between a professional and a civvy girl because oh, wow. we, okay. we act differently. Like we carry ourselves differently. And you would think like most guys would probably think the way the civvy girls are acting are how hoes act. But no, yeah, because we're being paid. So we got to be professional, yes. you know, yes. at all times. So if you ever see a girl acting crazy, acting like she has nothing to lose, she's probably a civilian. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, she definitely. I have to agree with that. So what do you think is a misconception about you? I think that because I have such a big personality on social media that I scare <laughs> some clients. But I'm really, I'm so, I'm super sweet. I'm sweet as pie in person. I mean, I think one, you're sweet. So I don't. I mean, I am nice. I mean, I just, I'm not going to put up with anybody's bullshit. As you should not. <laughs> like, what? So I need them to know up front, like, <laughs> don't come here with that mess, but I'm nice. <laughs> okay? Just, you know, everybody, you know, just calm down. Calm We're down. good. Just, you know, calm down, do what I said, and we won't have any problems. We're not going to have any problems. Listen, from the after the whole hygiene episode, clients are afraid <sighs> to have bad breath around me. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> I am 100% okay with you being afraid to have bad breath around me because that is such a turn off. Nobody wants wants that. So if you being yourself removes the clients you don't want, I think that's great. Mm. I think that's great. It's it's a win. Yes, that is great. (laughs) So aside from the sugar baby, did you have any mentors? Actually, she didn't really mentor you. She just told you to go do it. So did you have anyone kind of guide you into this world or did you figure it out on your own? Well, I figured it out on my own, but I like to think of Amanda Brooks. You know, she wrote the Internet Escort yes. Handbook. Yes, yes. Like, so that's where I started. So I like to think of her as a mentor. Okay. Um, Shout out to Amanda. She's awesome. She's brilliant. She's a great author. I think that's where everybody needs to start. Like the woman is a genius. Yes. So that, but besides that, I didn't have anything. I pretty much learned everything on my own. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty much what most people will tell you. Oh, and of course, Mm -hmm. and in addition to Amanda's book, 
make sure you get mine as well. How to get started as an escort. Oh yes. <laughs> you can find it on our store. Um, okay. Yeah. So what's the worst advice you've ever gotten as it pertains to being in this business? I'm sure you've gotten some advice from different people. Oh, goodness. The worst advice is that I could have a cap on my income because of where I live, which is understandable because, you know, the market is going to hold what it can bear, but you can also always change your location. So the sky is basically the limit. But that was the worst advice ever because it just made me feel like, oh, so I have to continue to do this. I can never elevate myself. I can never better myself. I never can charge more. Yes, you can. You can. Yes, just do it. You can. You just have to figure out the market that works for you. Yeah. You just have to figure it out and you can do it. What's the best advice you've ever gotten? Hmm, The best advice. Oh, it's just to be yourself, to be a more polished version of yourself instead of pretending to be a completely different person. Yep. Because that's going to put even more labor, emotional labor on you to pretend to be somebody that you're not. I don't know. Is anyone anyone really telling somebody to be someone else? Are people out here giving that advice? (laughs) Well, I mean, I think I read something that was like, you know, be like, or pick a personality that you want to do. Or like, I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure I've read something like that. Somewhere. (laughs) Something crazy like, "Mm, I don't even want to. Say where I read it. Uh-oh. Like, ah, if you want to be like a bubbly this and you're not usually that, I'm like, hell no, there's no way. Nah, there's no you way have to pick something that you know is sustainable because. Yes, that's sustainable that you can just stick yeah, to. Yeah, like I always say I cosplay myself. I'm just more glam. My, my, uh. Yes. My persona. I mean, I'm actually also this way. It's just Vivian is like on a hundred and 50 yes yes (laughs) and i'm usually like between 90 and 100 yeah like so i cosplay myself on a daily basis and you should probably do that as well if you're listening to this don't don't try to be someone else because then you'll be frustrated and you'll burn out you'll definitely burn out what advice would you give to up-and-coming escorts baby hoes if you will do your own research for the love of God. For the love of the whole gods, please do your own research and stop asking everyone else to do it for you. That is true. That's what I will say. If you're going to ask people questions, give specifics. Don't come in there all generalized like, so what should I yes. do? No. Because <laughs> I, I, oh I, I, mean, I get that question every time and I basically just refer them to my book. And that usually shuts yeah, that know. whole thing down. And that's Good. actually one of the reasons I wrote that damn book is because I kept getting... <laughs> The question, and I was like, "What yeah. do I do? Should I be? Should I be an escort? I can't yeah, answer that." Yeah, you gotta figure you that out on your own. That's you know? a journey in itself. Like, yeah, like I say, if you can strip, maybe you have the balls to be an escort. But then again, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's I a trial and error kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a lot of horophobic strippers oh, oh for sure so- i mean the whole horophobic thing extends into the camming world into um porn yeah. stars i mean it's it's a whole list and yes there are girls that actually i had a call with this girl russian girl who looks like mm-hmm. your typical skinny russian beautiful girl that would date the tech bro and she yeah. called me for advice because she dances makes good money but she dances literally every day and she's tired and burning out, you know, and she asked me, oh, um, she wants to get into it, but she's asking me, do I have to sleep with them? 
do I have to kiss them? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, if you're deterred by sex in any way, then this is not. Don't do it. Work this is not for you. Because then she starts talking about, oh, what if I, you know, say I'm going to do it, but I don't do it. And I'm like, well, then that's scamming. Whoa. So. Yeah. Don't, don't, definitely Please. don't do that. You could get hurt that way. Don't do that. Because you're going to do it to the Absolutely. wrong person. Yeah. So, yeah. So you, you really need to figure out what your comfort level is coming into this business. Like, I'll tell you this. You're probably already doing all this stuff for free. Why not get paid? <laughs> Why not and that's be a professional? exactly how I felt about it when I actually sat down and thought about it. I was like, wait a minute. I can do this. I can do this. It's fine. I, can, I got this. Yeah, because there are plenty of girls that are doing it anyway and having all the heartbreaks and all the, you know, drama. Like, why not just make it more professional and it'll help you compartmentalize your life? Like, it'll help you with boundaries and it'll help you with a lot of things because mm, there are a lot of silly girls that are like, oh, but I didn't know. It's like the money thing fucks with their minds. And I'm like, but it's a it good does. thing. It's good. <laughs> money is good. It's like something we have to deprogram out of ourselves that we shouldn't expect anything from men. Mm, well, <laughs> thank God I uh, I never um had that programming. You me. never had that problem? No. no. <laughs> I, I, was, I was raised to collect money from men. <laughs> yes, I love it. But yeah, so I've never felt guilty. Like my whole thing was, okay, what's the way to get the best man to give me the most? That's always been my thinking and still is. Anyways, uh, <laughs> what is something you think all escorts should invest in? I think all escorts should invest in their personal appearance and their personal branding. I always. agree 100%. A hundred percent. Because it's an investment in in you and it's going to repay you. You're going to get back whatever you put into it every time. I agree. Unless you have something, something kind of funky going on, maybe. <laughs> you know, some people get experimental and I don't think this is the place to be experimental. No, because, oh. yeah, especially oh. if you're going to like do, you know, something major like surgeries and stuff like that. Definitely yeah. make sure it's something that you want. Don't say, oh, if I get this, then I can make more. No, because that happens in the clubs, too. In the strip clubs, you see the girls thinking they can get a BBL and they'll make more money. Yeah. In Miami clubs now, there are no natural bodies. And I'm not just talking about boobs because everybody has boobs, but. Yeah. I feel like there's like one natural, and I'm talking about the urban clubs. Obviously, yeah, the white clubs or the mixed clubs, then you're going to have a mixture of people. But the BBLs are yeah, in there. Definitely. They are in there. So make sure it's something you actually want to do. Don't do it because you think it's going to do something. Yes. Like, if that makes any sense. That's the way to end up unhappy. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Then you end up like the TLC video. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I have to think of this one. Yeah, you end up like that. I'm pretty. Anywho, uh, if you could go back in time and talk to your 17-year-old self, what would you say to her? I would say, girl, go find that sugar daddy. <laughs> A-S-A-P. Go find that sugar daddy because they like them when you're young. Just go. Go for it. Go now. And don't look down on the girls. Like, I remember there was a girl that I went to high school with and she had a sugar daddy. Really? I know that sounds gross. How I old was this guy? Predator. Yeah, you know, actually, we might have been grad. She was younger than me, though. She was probably like a year younger than me. And I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure I was like 18 or 19. So she probably had to be around 18-ish. Oh, 17, <sighs> about to turn 18. Oh, but she had a sugar daddy. He bought her a car and everything. And I used to be like, ew, oh my God. 
how could she do that? Uh, money, <laughs> duh. I'm like, she's a lot further ahead than I am. Till this day, <laughs> I would have auctioned oh my off my virginity if I knew how to do it. <laughs> yes, yes. If like, I had known about Dubai and you know <laughs> the money they would they would pay for virgins, I would have auctioned off my virginity and be a fucking multimillionaire by now. I wouldn't even be on this podcast. <laughs> but hey, no if way. I could go back, that's what I would tell myself. Auction off your virginity. Okay, uh, you love traveling. Favorite vacation destination? Turks and Caicos. Oh, I love Turks and Caicos. It's right here, right here by me. I know, I know. Beautiful water. You're lucky. Um, I know, I'm, I'm literally next to the Caribbean. <laughs> I'm always in the Bahamas. You know, it's oh, so fun. Amazing, Dallas. amazing. I've never been to the Bahamas. What? I need to go. Yeah, you definitely need to go. Never. You definitely, I've been to so many keys in the Bahamas because, you know, you have your mm-hmm. normal NASAB. What do you like to do in your free time if you know what that is? Uh, right? Sometimes I don't feel like I have any free time, but now I'm taking a small winter break. Um, I like to dance, like to work out, I like to read, I love to cook and traveling, of course, and then. The free time that I do have left, I have to create content. Oh, God. The pain <laughs> of my existence. I don't even know. I know. But you're so good at it. I know. It's it's kind of like one of those things where I can do it in my sleep, but it's not, I don't love it. It's not like I'm, you know, just know. thrilled to wake up and shoot content. It's just part of my routine I know. now. I know. And it does come easy for me because I know how to capture things when I need to capture them. And then I can come back to them and mix it up and do whatever I do. And then, of course, I was going to say this, too. You can schedule your tweets now via Twitter, but you have to do it through <gasps> your... What? Yeah, I know. You have to do it through your desktop. I don't know. Should I be telling this information to the public? I don't want the clients to think. Hmm. <laughs> you can just edit it out. No, I have to think about this now. But, I mean, I don't think it matters because we're humans. No. I mean, yeah, we are. I mean, people yeah, schedule their stuff on OnlyFans. Like, everything is scheduled, just so you know. Like, every business schedules their shit. So, I don't give a shit if you care about this. Although, now I'm writing this down. Yeah. So, on Twitter, you can schedule your tweets, but you have to use a desktop. With okay. Instagram, you can also schedule it. They have their own thing called Business Suite. Ooh. You can download the app to your phone, and you can also do it through your desktop. So, okay. Just so you know, just putting that out there. I'm writing this down right now. For you guys that don't want to be online 24-7, because Lord knows I don't. Like, I I'm, know I'm like I'm barely, I'm barely online. I mean, I'm online. You think I'm online, but I'm not. <laughs> like I come in, do whatever I do, and I leave. Like I, leave. I just that's don't part, that's I just don't have the bandwidth for all the stupid arguments and you know the discourse with the clients that yeah, don't want to pay deposits and then the girls that hate red bottoms. Like I just can't. <laughs> It's too much. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so you can schedule your tweets and you can schedule your Instagram posts. So don't say I never told you guys anything. Okay, uh, are you reading? Favorite book? Do you like to read? Yes, I love to read. Uh, my favorite book would be A Tie Between the 48 Laws of Power oh, love that by book. Robert Green and The Laws of Human Nature, which is also a good one by Robert I think I'm, re- I'm reading that now, actually. But I love 48 Laws. <laughs> the Laws of Human Nature. Yeah. Yes. I love 48 Laws. I actually revisit it from time to time. And also The Art of Seduction. You have to. Oh, The Art of Seduction. Yes, yeah, that's a yes. good one too. I definitely, I love that one a lot because it helps yeah. you be a better person for men. <laughs> yes. 
It does. <laughs> and this is my diplomatic way of saying it. Yes. It helps you be a better person for men. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Favorite movie of all time? Center Stage. It's a dancing movie. It has Zoe Saldana, and I'm not sure who the, the Oh, rest I think I saw are. that. So, oh, that was what I was going to ask you. Do you still dance now? Like, what was your thing? Ballet? Uh, ballet, tap, jazz, contemporary. Yeah. So I did a little bit of everything. I love and it. No, I'm not. I'm not dancing right now, but I'm going to get back into it. You should it use that for week. your content. Oh, I'm, I'm trying. Tap dance and lingerie. <laughs> oh, my God. You're saying. Uh, oh, that's a good The boys will eat it up. Idea. The boys will eat it up. <laughs> <laughs> tap dance and lingerie. Tap dance naked. Tap dance everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it just came to me. It just came to me. Um, <laughs> favorite TV show? Mad Men is my favorite you know, TV show. It's on my list to watch. It's done now, right? <gasps> you haven't watched it? No, I have not. Yeah, it's over. It's it's over the, how many seasons? Oof. How There's many a seasons lot, right? Like eight or something? Uh, Six? Let's look, let, let me look it up. I, feel, I don't think it's that well. I, I felt like it was going on for a work. while. Let me see. Let's look it up. Mad Men. Um... It ran through 2007 through 2015. It's seven seat. Wow, that is a lot. Yeah. Okay, seven well, seasons, close. but it's so good. Yeah, I mean, it's on my list. And, you know, I don't really watch regular TV anyway. I stream everything, so I'm just going to stream it one day. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to, like. That'll be easy. You'll get. And, I mean, if you like John Hamm, mm, that's yeah, a but, fine man. Okay, besides the fine man, like, is the storyline captivating? Like, I'm not going to be, like, bored out of my mind. I'm, <laughs> No, okay okay no, just making no. sure just making sure i don't think so i don't think you will i wasn't bored with it i know it took me a few because i like yellowstone and i know oh, it took my me uh one of my sugar daddies is obsessed with that and that's also on my list uh, <laughs> it took me about three times to watch the pilot the oh no <laughs> once you get into it it's good you just gotta pay attention oh, but, man. you know we try not to live on the phone yellowstone is so good though it really is good. okay. Okay, well so that's, that's also on my list second. as well. Yellowstone. Okay. Yeah, that'll probably be my second favorite. Okay, okay. I'm sure you have these pet peeves. <laughs> <laughs> Poor personal hygiene, number one, and being rude to retail or service workers is number two. So those are my top two pet peeves. Like, just don't be mean to people, exactly. please. And don't be mean to people when you're with me because that makes me look bad and I'm not. No, don't do it. I mean, it just doesn't pay to be a mean person. Like, it's just too much work. Who has the time? No one. I don't. Yeah. Don't be mean, folks. Okay. uh, Share your social media so our listeners can follow you. And, of course, I will put all of these in the show notes. I am on Twitter at HiDefGF, and I am on Instagram at v.hendrix.way. Perfect. Thank you so much, Ms. Hendrix, for coming on. This was a fun little chit-chat. I hope you'll come back. I plan to. When the news. I hope so. When we follow up on the news story. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> of when they sentenced them or whatever. Because I feel yeah. like these charges are going to be dropped. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I have a feeling. Oh, I think we're going to be dropped. <laughs> I just have, we all have that spite, that Yeah, tingle. I feel like it's not going to go anywhere, but we'll see. But anyways, enjoy the rest of your weekend and we'll talk to you soon. All right.
Bye. Bye. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at TSEG Podcast and on Instagram at TSEGP. Join our Patreon page for exclusive videos on dating, sugaring, and freestyling tips for both the gentlemen and ladies. Patreon.com forward slash TSEGP. Follow your host Vivian on Twitter and Instagram at Exotic Vivian. Please leave the show a five-star rating on iTunes. Until next time, keep it sexy and stay receptive.